0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode of Shaking and Crying for today, March 6th, 2018. I'm Rob Roberts.
1: And I'm Arya Snark, but you can call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me wondering why did Yankee Doodle name the feather in his cap macaroni?
0: Well, welcome back, Victoria. I know you had uh, a big trip.
1: Oh my gosh, yes, I did. <laughs> okay, tell me everything.
0: I want to hear all about it. First off, I saw the picture of Alphaba on your Alphaba. Elf... I always say Alphaba, it's Alphaba. No, it's Elfaba. You know what? You want to hear a secret? I've never seen Wicked.
1: I'm taking your gay card away.
0: <laughs> no, you can't take my gay card away. I that's not that's not fair to take somebody's gay card away for one infraction. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's a pretty big one though. I just you, tickets are expensive, yo. You got money? You going to be my sugar mama? I'll take you to go see Wicked. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I guess you are my sugar mama. Okay. So anyway, so I saw the picture of your cosplay on your Instagram and you looked really good. Thanks. Uh, so tell us about the convention. Like, how'd it go? What'd you do?
1: So on Thursday, um, it was just kind of a super light day. Um, I just kind of walked around. And then uh, my friend Carolyn, who I used to work with when I lived in Sacramento. Love her. Met up. I know, right? Isn't she wonderful? Um, But we met up and she walked the con floor with me for a little bit. And then as we were walking through the con floor, we saw a booth that was selling like little paper cutouts, um, like those little pop-up stand-up cutout things. And they had a bunch of drag race queens. And so we stopped and we're like, oh, hey, look, they have a bunch of drag race queen stuff. This is awesome. And we were talking to the guy who ran the booth. And there was another girl there. And she's like, yeah, I'm actually going to go see – Trixie Mattel tonight and I was like what Trixie's in town what what and apparently they were doing this um they called it the uh the haters roast and it was a bunch of drag race girls doing a roast of each other
0: so a bunch of bitches talking shit
1: yeah a bunch of bitches talking shit but like I had no idea that this was happening or this was this was even a thing. So like there you was, know? There's like a
0: there's like a drag convention going on in Seattle and you're like, "What the f- where's my fucking invite?"
1: Yeah, right? So it was um it was Ginger Minj was hosting and it was Trixie, Latrice, um Thorgy Thor uh Eureka and um trinity taylor and i think there was one more but i don't remember the other one that's still a really um, good
0: lineup although i have to get this off my chest if you're going to bring up drag race like <sighs> ru been very frustrating this week i don't know if you oh, saw I know. oh no yeah i
1: read about that today
0: so can i just say I just, like, she's wrong. Like, Rue needs to be able to admit when she's wrong. She did. She tried to apologize. Although, I mean, I think she went onto Google and put trans rights flag and somehow autocorrect got trains rights flag or something. (laughs) Because, like, no, I'm serious. Like, she posted a train flag or something like that. So it's like, but you have to remember, like, Rue did a lot of drugs in the 80s and 90s. Um, So, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to, like, but, you know, she said it herself. You know, she's done a lot of drugs. So I, I, I wonder if sometimes we make fun of rue because she's old but may- maybe rue just don't have a lot of brains uh, it sounds terrible it really no does.
1: but i get it i get yeah, it no, no I, like, I totally understand what you mean though like yeah, yeah. like so rue for has- those of you who don't know rue said something that was not very um not very nice about uh the trans community and being you know the trans trans people being on drag race yeah and being that um, one of the finalists from the last season is a
0: trans woman who is amazing. Who is who's amazing, amazing. And she's
1: a fabulous performer and I love her to pieces. Like, obviously it's very problematic. But, there's a whole other show dedicated to all of this. I know. You should I've,
0: listen to it. Reading is fundamental. I'm just gonna say, um, just because Rue paved the way doesn't make her right. And I think, hopefully if that tweet is any in indication, message received. But, like, it's just that, it's like, it's kind of like not the first time. So, like, I just really hope Rue understands, like, there's still some listening to be done and not yes. just, you know, being punk rock. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to derail. So, drag convention. No, it's okay. I had to get um, it off my chest before we got an email. Yeah. So, drag convention.
1: Yeah, Well, it was, it was a, a show. Okay, um, drag show. But um, as we were sitting, so we went we bought tickets, and we bought really good tickets because we're like, fuck it, how often do we get to see this in general? And then how often do Carolyn and I get to see things together? I was like, not very often. Like, I haven't seen Carolyn since I left Sacramento
0: i haven't like, seen carolyn since you left sacramento
1: it's been a cool minute um so as we were sitting waiting for the show to start uh ginger comes out to do uh, her like little hype up of everybody in in the in the audience and um she goes who thinks they're a shady bitch and you I better raise your hand because huh? i did of course i did and then she goes who thinks they're good at reading? And I was kind of like, I guess. Like, I I come up with some funny things sometimes. And she's like, who thinks they're really good at reading? Stand up. And Carolyn looked at me, and she's like, bitch, you better stand the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you, Mama Carolyn.
1: (laughs) So I stood up. And, of course, we were in, like, the 12th row. So we were
0: super close to the stage. Wait, hold up. How the fuck did you get 12th row tickets the day of the show?
1: I don't know. Ticketmaster. We were like 12th row center. The we had really good seats. We had really good seats. Um, I'm going to so rub your
0: chi for good luck next time I see you.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I stood up and Ginger is like kind of walking up the aisle and she looks dead at me, points at me and goes, you. And I go, oh, fuck. Um, and she goes, I want you to read me in front of the entire theater. And I was like, oh, my God. And I have never in my life thought so quickly. Like, I was just like, okay, um, it must really suck to have been on Drag Race twice and still not have any fans. (laughs) And, like, the whole audience was like, oh! And, like, she thought it was really good, and she gave me a high five. And it was, I was just like, oh, my God. I've never been so relieved to have thought so quickly in my life. Thank God for those improv classes I took when I was a theater major. Like, oh, my God.
0: Okay, that was a that was a pretty bitchy thing you said though. But it's good. I mean, you had to think under pressure. You had to think under pressure.
1: Okay, but that was not even the worst thing that was said all night. And I won't even say what was the worst thing that was said all night because, like, I don't want to find out what's past the explicit tag on <laughs> iTunes. Okay, like, like
0: turn around, y- bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, but so that was super fun. And like we got to spend a really good night with a with a friend that I haven't seen in a long time. I just can't
0: I um, can't believe your luck. I'm going to go on a trip and oh, my God, bonus drag queens. Like, did you like go to heaven this weekend?
1: Yeah, it was pretty great, but I kind of paid for my good luck on Friday. So I was super elated and like happy on Thursday. And then the universe decided, hey, Victoria, fuck you on Friday. So it balances it's, it's, itself out. Um, so Friday I wore, was my first day wearing Elphaba. So I was planning on wearing Alphaba Friday and Saturday. Um, and after we, so, um, I guess my friend's mom that I, my friend that I was staying with, her mom, his mom was supposed to come with me to the convention on Friday because on Thursday she had a photo op with David Tennant. And then on Friday she was supposed to do an autograph and like meet David Tennant and have him sign her photo. So she decided that she was too tired to do to go to the convention that day, so I said, I'll take your photo and I'll go get it signed for you. And then who doesn't want to meet David Tennant? Like I don't even like Doctor Who, but he's a babe. Like
0: Yeah, ugh. co-signed. He's I a, mean a- I, I haven't watched Doctor Who because there's just too many episodes I'm behind on. I saw a little bit of like Ninth Doctor, but like David Tennant, total babe. Total yeah, babe.
1: He can get it. Yeah. Um so I got the photo signed and we were like, okay, well let's go get something to eat. And as we were um as we were walking across the street to go we were going to go to Chipotle. As we were walking across the street, I tripped on my skirt and I did that thing where you kind of run a little bit to try to catch yourself or you're like stumbling. Well, I didn't catch myself and I fell flat on my face in the middle of the street in Seattle. <laughs>
0: Now, that really sucks, but I do have to say, because a true friend will tease you in your lowest of moments, my favorite thing was that you posted this story on Facebook, and the first comment was, is the dress okay?
1: And you know what? (laughs) That was my first thought when I went down, was, oh my god, my dress. So (laughs) Fuck everything else
0: yeah i mean whatever concussion is, whatever who fine. cares is the dress okay <laughs>
1: The dress is fine yay the nothing like the only thing that got damaged on my dress was the zipper and that i just have to sew it back on like it's not even a. it's not even it's a two-second fix the only thing um, that was
0: damaged was your fragile ego
1: well that and my nose a little bit like my nose still hurts so I landed, I landed, like my chin hit the ground and then my, like my mouth hit the ground. So like my tooth hit, hit the pavement Oh shit. and then my nose. Yeah. Like I thought I broke a tooth for a second and thank God I didn't. Um, but yeah, my nose is still super tender to the touch, but like I did I, there was no bleeding or anything. So I'm pretty sure my nose isn't broken and there's no, like, there's no bad bruising. Like on Saturday, my nose was a little bit swollen, but aside from that. I mean, that was the only – and, like, my knee is bruised, and my and my shoulders hurt from when, like, I landed on my on my palms well, to, like, brace myself.
0: Well, after so that, that's it. Aside from a little soreness and some bruising, like, I'm fine. Well, after that first comment on Facebook that was like, is the dress okay, all the other comments were like, do you have a concussion? Do you have a concussion? Do you have a concussion? Did you see a doctor? Did you see do- – so you, you- – saw like either a doctor or some type of like con medical, right? And so you yeah, ruled out to, concussion. I went to first aid. Okay.
1: Um and she checked me, uh she checked my eyes to make sure that, you know, I didn't have a concussion. Um but like visibly everything was fine. Um but she was like, you know, we don't really know until we do a scan, so just keep an eye on it. And so like when I got back to my friends, I was like I texted my friend. I was like, "Hey, can you come pick me up? I can't like I could not walk." to the Metro or the, the, the light rail station Mm. on my own because like, I was still super dizzy. Um, and I've had concussions in the past. So like, I knew, I'm like, this is what they feel like. Um, and so, um, when I got, when my friend picked me up and like, they brought me back to the house, I, uh, he ordered a bunch of bath bombs while I was in the car with him. And so I was able to take a bath in like their kick-ass bathtub but like every time i was just kind of sitting around they would be like victoria what's your name what day is it what year is it just to make sure that i would be able to answer these questions right without you know pausing or anything but i mean i'm i'm fine obviously like you know it's it is what it is and that's the life of a clumsy person and then on saturday like i just remembered okay pick up your skirt when you're walking um and so like and the rest of the weekend was great so I had a really, really good time. It was a
0: good weekend. How did your panel go because you were gonna went, uh, be on that panel?
1: Yeah, it went really well. Um, we had a very good mix of um, experience between like how long we've been cosplaying and how long we've been sewing and things like that. A very good mix of like different expertise. Um, so like one girl was really good at leather work. Um, I'm really good at making you know gigantic fucking ball gowns um or doing like a lot of things that are labor intensive I'm good at that um like the girl who was running the panel had been sewing for like 11 years so we all had a really good mix and the audience had a lot of really good questions so they were able to um you know get more of more information that we weren't able to provide or we didn't think to provide um so yeah, it went really well and i i'm I'm definitely I really hope that my friend Caitlin asks me to do it again because I definitely will
0: yeah, panels are a lot of fun. I'm looking forward um hopefully Dragon con I'm able to still do some this year because they do a lot of podcasting focused stuff there just because there's so much going on at Dragon con there's like like they say Dragon Con is like twenty different conventions all in one and it's it's totally true, so yeah uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. One of these years I got to get you to Dragon Con because it's also the Super Bowl cosplay. So. I really
1: want to do it, um, and like I feel like that's something that I would have to like, if I did do that, I'd have to ship parts of my costume yeah. to myself just because like I, there's not enough luggage in the world to well, bring half of the shit that I do.
0: And we have friends in Atlanta not to volunteer them live on air, but I'm pretty sure we could find some people to help you out too if you needed like help with some of that. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So and well, yay. I I have a I have a suite in the host hotel so you know and I'm grandfathered in on that so that's the good news.
1: Oh look at you, Mr. Fancy Pants, Big Shot over here.
0: Well, I have Travis Donovan's tank, but uh, yeah, I it's just so wrote fancy. his coattails. <laughs> He'll be happy to hear <laughs> that. All right. All right, I don't. Sorry, I thought you had a follow up something something. No, say.
1: sorry, I thought. Yeah, I'm. I'm still kind of out of it from being on the from flying all day yesterday. So I know it takes like, it out of
0: you. So. It
1: does, and I had to work today, and so like it was my first day back, and like my first day actually driving myself around after having not having not driven for a week. Yeah, and like every it's just like okay, I had to go to work, and I had to be just on all day, and so I'm, I'm like okay, I'm ready to film the show, and then not speak to people for
0: <laughs> until tomorrow. <laughs> How was, uh, because you, you did family stuff while you were up there too? Did you? Yeah. How was I that? saw
1: my grandpa. Um, so I went out and I rented a car and I drove out because, um, so I was going to borrow my friend's wife's car, but then she ended up having to have surgery on her ankle, um, Random. on that Wednesday. So she got seven screws and a plate put into her ankle. Holy moly. Yeah. Because she broke her. She broke one bone in one place and then another bone in two places. So she had three breaks, and they had to put seven screws in her ankle. Um, so basically, they were unable to go to the convention with me at all this weekend. They didn't go at all, and they had bought – they bought, like, their daughter had a four-day pass, and then, like, they bought three um, three separate, like, one-day passes for all of them. And it just really sucked that they weren't able to go.
0: Yeah, not too bad. Um,
1: yeah. But I drove out and I saw my grandpa and we went and we had, um, we went and we had dinner and, did you know, did you get to go just, to the I'd buffet? Kinda, huh? Did you get to go to the buffet? No, we didn't go to a buffet. We went to like this little, it was like a little, um, local diner restaurant place. Um, okay. they had advertised, we have prime rib tonight. So, <laughs> I, oh boy. Yeah. I went, I had prime rib and it, it was okay. Like it was, you know, it wasn't the best prime rib I've ever had in my life. But, it, you know, you can't really fuck up a prime rib. Um, but, yeah, so it was, it was really good. Like, I got to see him, and um, I think I'm going to go back. I really liked the convention, um, so I think I'm going to go back uh, every year now. So at least I'll be able to see him at least once a year um, when I go to when I go to Seattle for Emerald City.
0: That's great. Yeah, Seattle's yeah. a good time. I, one of these years I'll have to try and go up there with you. But, you know, time, money, et cetera, so...
1: Yeah. And I really want to do, um, more Seattle type things. I mean, because I was originally going to have that Saturday free and I was like, Oh, I'll go see Seattle things and like do all the touristy shit. But, um, you know, because I did, we, we ended up like, I ended up walking down to Pike's place market. Um, one of the days and it was, I think it was Saturday because yeah, I was, I was still all green and I was in Alphaba and people were just like, people were just staring at me as I walked through, <laughs> The thing, because I wanted to see the stuff, you know, it's it's, it's it's a landmark. I wanted to see the shit. So, and my friend Caitlin was like, "I keep forgetting that you're green, and that's why everybody's staring at you." <laughs> and not to mention, like, I'm already tall; like, I'm six feet tall, and then I had a fucking pointy hat on. So, like, you add the height of the hat to my like my height already, and looks like I stick out like a sore thumb. Not to mention, I was bright fucking green. So,
0: <laughs> I'm sure you're not the first freak to walk down the street in Seattle, though.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like it's like San Francisco. It's like, there's weird shit that happens all the time. And especially, um, especially when it's convention time, like people are walking through the streets, you know, dressed in all sorts of different types of costumes. So, you know, get used to it, Seattle. This is what's going to (laughs) happen.
0: Uh, You had a more exciting weekend than I did. I didn't really do shit. Like I just sat on my butt and uh, I, well, some of my friends from Reno were visiting and I felt really bad for them because of the uh, snow and all the rain we've been having here. It took them like six hours to get here. But they Oh,
1: Jesus Christ. From Reno? Uh,
0: yeah, because of uh, because you had to put the chains on. You have to drive super slow because you're going down a mountain. You're not just driving in the snow oh, yeah. nice. ice. You're going down the mountain, so you can't go out of control. So it took them forever to get here. They were going to some concert of some band I'm not familiar with. It was at the uh, local concert venue here. But, uh, yeah, we ended up uh, having dinner. And then, um, yeah, so I, I got to see them and then uh, met up with some of my nerdy gaming friends on Sunday morning. But otherwise, it was kind of just an R&R weekend. I finally watched some of that new Queer Eye. I know you already brought it up a couple weeks ago, but I finally got around to watching the first two episodes. Isn't it good? Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Like it, kind of. It took me a minute to get used to the whole. Okay, they changed the Fab Five; they're different now. But I really, I really like them. Like they're they're really good guys, and you know, there was uh, I, there was just a lot of things I liked the way they kind of handled it. Um, like in that first episode when the um, guy they're making over is kind of like, so who's the husband and who's the wife? Like, I kind of like that they didn't like snap at him and, you know, do that whole thing, but they, they, they kind of used it as a teaching moment. And yeah, I just kind of wish we had more of that. That's something we've really lost in social media. Is the
1: second episode the one with the, with the cop
0: or is that the third episode? No, the second episode was a tech guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: So in the third episode, um, spoilers. it's, yeah, huh?
0: I say, oh my God, spoilers.
1: Sorry. Well, the third episode they d- they make over a cop. Um, and they have a very good there's a very good conversation between the cop and Karamo, who is the African American um style lifestyle uh guru, and they have a really good conversation about the whole um that whole tension with like the Black Lives Matter movement and like the the you know the the police Brutality and things like that so it's a very it's a very good episode and they have a very good conversation where like both of them get to voice their concerns and like have a genuine heart to heart um and like they they end up like becoming closer because of it and it's really it's really really it's really really touching um and then the fourth episode with the gay guy that they make over made me fucking ugly cry yeah so, i
0: heard about that
1: definitely it's definitely I mean it's it's a good ugly cry though where you're just like oh my god this is so sweet um so, definitely definitely get your tissues when you're going to watch some queer eye cuz it's so good.
0: Um since you kind of mentioned the whole like uh police and the black eyes matter thing, did I tell you about this was about a year ago? Did I tell you about the time I walked out of a red fair? No. Okay. So, I I don't mean to get too political on the show, but like, you know, this is my feelings and this is, you know, what I believe and so forth. So, I just want to like put that out there. So, um what happened is that a friend of mine, uh, like, is into, like, dressing up for Ren Fairs and all that stuff. So we went to one in Folsom because I, had, I hadn't been to a Ren fair in, like, 10, 15 years. I don't know. I've been forever. So we walked mm-hmm. around, and we were having a fun time. So, you know, fast forward a little bit. So we decided we're going to go watch some of the jousting because they do, like, the live jousting and so forth, right? Yeah. So uh, they are, like, calling the people up, and it's kind of like, you know, it's a little bit slow and boring and hot, but then finally they go, like, you know, and last year's champion, da-da-da-da-da, and the guy comes out, and he's got this gigantic Blue Lives Matter flag.
1: Oh, And I no. had this moment
0: of, like, like, that whole, like, you know that, that uh, scene in um, American Horror Story where, like, all those math symbols are flying in front of her, and then she's like i got I, I get it type of thing mm-hmm. so I had like one of those like doesn't get it and then gets it type of moments where i was looking around and i was like i kind of had that moment of everybody here is white you know granted it is fulsome and it's a yeah. renaissance fair but i had that moment of like i don't want to be here like i don't want to support this so i left i my friend and Good i we got you. up we walked out as the guy was parading around we just walked right out And, um, you know, I explained to, you know, the guy I was with, you know, where I was coming from, he didn't know what the flag meant. So Mm. he didn't get it at first. But he was when I kind of explained it to him, he got it. And, you know, just so I'm clear, like, I am totally a person that thinks we should respect the police. But I have a problem specifically with Blue Lives Matter because it's it's something that kind of is there to exist as an invalidation or we are more important than Black Lives Matter. You know well it's I mean? it's
1: it's it's along the same veins of the all lives matter thing. It's you, like, okay, you, I understand your point. Exactly. But you're wrong. Like
0: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it's like, you know, I, you know, we have to be able to say, yes, black lives matter. And there is an issue going on where, you know, if uh, I get pulled over by a policeman, there is a good chance, you know, that I'm going to get treated differently than, you know, somebody who happens to be black that gets pulled over by the police. You know, yeah. we're not there yet. I think we would all like to live in this, you know, dream that, oh, we live in a society where. Um, you know, that doesn't happen and we're colorblind and all this stuff. But the reality is that's not where we're at or we wouldn't have, you know, people that are, you know, getting shot unnecessarily when they were posing no threat and so forth. Anyway, I don't mean to get on a high horse into like a really deep subject on this show. Yeah,
1: this is this is getting heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. I don't mean to get heavy. But like just when you kind of mentioned that whole thing, I was like, yeah. I don't think I ever told Victoria about the time like I left the Ren Fair.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, it was just. I just—I don't know. It was just—it was just tacky. It was a tacky well, moment. Well, I'm proud of you, Boo. Oh, well, but thank you. I'm not—I didn't not doing it to get validation or whatever. It's just no, I know those... you're
1: not. But like, still, like that's still—you know—it's—it's it's hard to do that, especially when you're with other people. It's hard to. To kind of like stand up and be like, no, That's like, true. this is wrong. And That's like, true. cause a lot of the time you just wanna be like, oh, hey, I wanna be here because you're here. And like, I don't wanna leave right. if you wanna be here. And you wanna try to like take the other person's feelings into consideration. But sometimes you have to put your foot down and be like, no, this is wrong. I'm leaving. Right, no. So, and so
0: I was very happy that my friend that. like got it after I explained it to him. And it was like, it was like totally cool. And he was like, no, no, we did the right thing. Like, you know, and so he was like super supportive of that. But yeah, it was just, you know, it was just one of those like, uh like, uh, awkward situation and, and so forth. Yeah. But you also know that I kind of, like, don't give a fuck. And I kind of thank my years of Rocky Horror for giving me that ability to, like, not be afraid in front of a group of people. Just like, to tie it together, when you did the whole drag queen thing and you got up and you, you know, read Ginger Minj in front of all those people, I would bet that most people, when she calls on them is like, I want you to read me, type of thing, most people probably, like, crack under the pressure. You know? Yeah. But probably because yeah, of... It's,
1: it's kind of... Yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to be like, alright, well... I guess this is what I'm doing now. And then you have to do it. And, you know, cause I didn't want to be that bitch who cracked under the pressure. Yeah. So I wanted to be able to, to be like, yeah, I can do this. I am good at reading. I can come up with shit off the drop of at the drop of a hat. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. So anyway, uh, I want to get into the news. Let's let's try to shift the topic. We got into some heavy yeah, shit. Yeah, it's let's, my let's, fault.
1: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna uh, gear shift and uh, get a little bit not so heavy and try uh, to bring some comedy back to this shit.
0: I like that gear shift into a story about Uber and Lyft. You see what I
1: did? You see what I did there? I do that on purpose.
0: <laughs> Thinking on your feet, girl. I love it. I'm good at this shit. All right. <laughs> All right, so is this a story about Uber and Lyft. So there is a new report out there that shows that Uber and Lyft drivers apparently earn a median hourly profit of $8.55. Who conducted oh. this? This was a, a, sur- a study, academic research, from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology Center for Energy and Environmental Policy Research. So basically, if you're driving for Lyft or Uber, you are potentially – making under the minimum wage. Now I'm not trying to shit on anybody's parade because I understand there's a lot of people that do drive Uber and Lyft as sort of like a side income type of thing. But here's the thing is that what this study was considering, it wasn't like just the incoming money that you're getting from the app, but it is the insurance money that you're paying out, the gas, the maintenance, and all the other expenses. And admittedly, Mm -hmm. there was, you know, especially since I do have a newer car, like in 2016, I got a Prius. Um, and so I, I have a newer car. I gave some serious thought to, do I want to maybe drive for Lyft? That might be kind of a, you know, since especially, you know, about a year ago I was only doing the one podcast. I wasn't really streaming video games as much. So I had, you know, more time in the evening. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll drive for Lyft. But then when I really started looking into the insurance and how much like my insurance wanted to charge me for that, I was like, you know what? Never mind. Never mind.
1: Yeah, I'm, I I thought about it too. Like I actually, well, now that I have a new car, um and you know it's still nice and, and all that i'm like i thought about it because you know my friend and i want to go on vacation in october and we want to go to disney world and we want to like do it right so the room we're going to stay in is one of like the nicer rooms we're not going to stay in like the you know the cheapy like they're they're low budge basically just dump your shit and sleep there mm-hmm. rooms like we want to stay in one of like the nice like themed rooms side note we're going to be staying in princess rooms and the faucets are shaped like the genie's lamp from Aladdin and that's why we decided to stay there but <laughs> you know that's that that room is going to cost money per night you know it's going to cost a pretty penny per night so um you know, we. I thought about. I'm like, oh, maybe I should drive for a Lyft and like just kind of use that as my like. That's gonna be my vacation fund, and then my paycheck from my my big girl job. You know, that's gonna be my. You know, all my all my stuff that I need that I need to take care of in general life things. Yeah. So now that you're saying that they make less than the minimum wage, I'm like, maybe I won't do that.
0: Well, remember, and I'm not bringing this up to you know because I have a lot of friends who do it as a hobby, and that's fine. I think part of the reason this study was even done is because there are a lot of people that maybe only see those dollars coming in through the app, but. maybe... Maybe don't think about the insurance, the gas, the maintenance and so forth. And something else uh, that you may or may not be aware of is that, you know, with the IRS, you can actually deduct work-related mileage on your taxes since it is tax season, right? So you can deduct Mm -hmm. if you're driving for work, you can deduct this off your taxes. But do you think a lot of people actually do that? Probably most people don't.
1: Yeah, I talk, I was actually talking to, I like to talk to my Lyft drivers because it's like, for me, it's awkward just sitting in a car in silence with somebody you don't
0: know. Like, I try to make small talk. Same. Um, but I try to get I, a read on the people, person first. Some people don't do that. Yeah. I but. try to get a read on the person first, though. Because sometimes, like, yeah. it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah. Like, I'll get in the car, and I'm like, hi, how are you doing? You know, how's your day? And if they go, it's fine. Uh, uh, then I'm like, okay, they don't want to talk to me. Yeah. Um, But, um. I was talking to a, a Lyft driver one time and she was like, yeah, I keep my, my gas receipts. I keep all of my fast food receipts and everything. And I claim that on my taxes and that's how she doesn't get screwed when it comes time to do um, her taxes. Because like you, you have to do fill out the independent contractor thing. It's like, yep. it's not, you're not filling out a W2. It's a, I think it's like a 1090. Um, because when I did, I did a, a a freelance gig for a mutual friend of, of ours. Um, I was like reading and editing those, like, cookie ads that you see on on Google and stuff like that, I was writing and editing those. Oh. And I was making fucking bake um, while I was doing it. Like, I made an extra $13,000. Holy moly. On you. Yeah, dude. It was fucking money. That's some expensive-ass cookies. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, oh, hey, the um, – You know, the 10, I the IRS is, I'm not going to, I'm getting this all all this money tax free and I have to make sure that I put money aside because, you know, it's going to come tax time. I didn't realize that. And so come tax time, I owed the IRS like a thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. So
1: if you do drive for Uber and Lyft, like make sure you're saving your receipts, make sure you're, you know, saving gas receipts, make sure you're logging your miles, all of that, just so when it comes time for tax season, you don't get screwed.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it it sounds like that gal that you rode with that one time probably isn't in this boat where she's making less than minimum wage because she's considering all this other stuff, so... Yeah, but like, you know, and then with my new oh good. Oh, I was just going to say I I love Uber and well, Lyft specifically. I don't really use Uber cuz there's a lot of eh, <laughs> eh, like, you know, shiftiness with the CEO and the fact that they didn't do tipping for a long time. So I prefer to use U- uh, Lyft. So, um, but I love it. Like when I go to San Francisco, I like rely on Lyft. I hate driving in the city, you know? And Lyft is a great fucking way for me, you know, I'm I, here I am giving them a free ad, but like, you know, it's a part of our culture now. It's just where we what we're in. I fucking love the fact that I can go get drunk and I have somebody to drive me home no matter what, you know?
1: Exactly. So, like, drinking and driving now especially is no excuse because oh, you have, sure. you know, a cheap option at your fingertips. For sure. Um, But, like, you know, going back to the whole uh, maintenance on your car thing, I added – there was, like, a package through CarMax that I could add onto, my, onto like my monthly payments or whatever. And basically all I have to do is pay $50 and take my car in and they'll fix it. Oh, nice. regardless of what it is.
0: Nice. I'm sure some so, of like, those insurance things are a little sketch, but you know, some of them work out great. Some don't because there's some people that would like never end up bringing their car in or they move and they're, they don't use it anymore or something, you know?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to be like, okay, well I know if my, you know, if something happens to my car, especially if I do start driving for Lyft, I can just take it in, pay $50 and have them fix it, you know, regardless of what it is. So, I mean, like I'm taking all this into consideration because I really wanna I really want that extra income just to kind of happen for my vacation fund um but at the same time, it's like, okay, well, with the whole ten ninety thing it's gonna be a pain in the ass,
0: yeah. So anyway, I do want to say, though, that Uber did kind of respond to this whole thing. And they actually made the report kind of revise their figures because there were some things that uh, I guess that they weren't considering. Maybe it was tips or something like that. I don't know. So, um, you know, Uber kind of said, um, uh, you know, uh, just help keep this open and honest and all this stuff and, and so forth. You know, transparently present the difference between what an actual income is and tax reportable vehicle expenses And uh, all of this. So Lyft kind of made the same critiques, by the way, and they, you know, just were saying, you know, more people are using Lyft as a flexible way to earn income, and we continue to engage with the driver community to help them succeed. We haven't reviewed the particular study in detail, but initial review shows some questionable assumptions. So they are kind of saying that maybe the review, you know, does... You know, it kind of assumes maybe that not everybody is keeping their shit together when it comes to claiming taxes and uh, you know saving the money where they can, so that there's not as many expenses going out. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah, that's good. You know, good for them. Yeah. So, one of those places that I might take Lyft back from is is brunch when I have a uh, bottomless mimosa.
1: Hell yeah! And if you're in London, you can do uh, there for the next few weekends. I think until May or so. They're going to be doing a uh, Disney-inspired bottomless brunch, and it's a three-hour. It's they, they say it's three straight hours of magic, and I'm sorry, anything that's Disney and bottomless mimosas, like that's magical for me.
0: So that is pretty awesome. Except it's not an official Disney thing, right?
1: Oh, of course not. Of course not. Like Disney's not gonna, like Disney's not gonna be behind something where you can just go get shitfaced, especially, you know, if their name, their, I mean, their name is 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 synonymous with families. You know, it's like they're not gonna be like, oh hey, uh, go get hammered and sing how far I'll go from Moana. Like that's just <laughs> not something that Disney's gonna do. Well, I'm surprised, um, Di- but it's, I-
0: I'm, hmm? su- I'm surprised Disney wouldn't try to shut it down under some sort of like. You know, I don't know trademark or IP intellectual property sort of thing. Like, kind of. Well, they're not.
1: I mean, they're not doing. um, You know, they're not doing. They're not calling it Disney Brunch. They're calling it When You Wish Upon a Brunch. Um, And it's only a few weekends. So, um, and they have like this this company that's doing it does a bunch of other different themed, uh, different themed brunches. So they have one uh, which combines breakfast with what looks like a high-octane bingo, which sounds fucking amazing, um, Olymp- uh, Extreme Olympic Sports, which consists of games, sketch comedy, DIY props, and lots of audience interaction, and is a must for anyone with a heart of an athlete but the skills of a toddler. So basically <laughs> everybody that I know. Um, and um, it's about 40 bucks for these themed brunches, which, you know, it's expensive, but any kind of good brunch place, is going to be a little bit on the more expensive side. Um, And so I guess they want you to start your Saturday by walking into a wondrous world of musical whimsy, complete with the sparkling Prosecco-fueled sing-along to your favorite fairy tale film tunes while eating your brunch and drinking bottomless booze.
0: Okay. Um, So I see how they're getting around it. It's the same way, like, you don't have a Super Bowl party, you have a big game party, or you don't have Oscar night, you have Hollywood's biggest night. And I think we did, like, a Disney thing with Rocky Horror once, and they called it, they said something like Magical Theme Park Night or something. You know? Yeah.
1: So, I mean, uh, it's not specifically Disney-themed, um, but the promo images all features actors dressed as Cinderella, Ariel, Mary Poppins, Esmeralda. So it's pretty clear that the pop culture juggernaut is a major source of inspiration for this show. Got it. Um. Yeah. So it's, it's very much, um, you know, Disney inspired, but they're going to be doing things that aren't exactly Disney. So like the Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella where, you know, okay, it's Cinderella, but it's not specifically, you know, Disney's Cinderella. They're going to, they're probably going to be a few tunes from wicked speaking of my alphabet costume um, because the event description does dare us to not only defy gravity, but to delight in the endorphins that will course through even the least royal of blood so it's it's more fairy tale inspired but since disney is you know the major um the major player in the fairy tale game disney's probably going to be the bulk of this brunch theme
0: okay that so, makes sense
1: um unfortunately like i said it is in london Um, so if you are going overseas and are going to be in London on March 31st, April 21st, or May 5th, you can go to the Aeronaut, which is in the Acton area of West London, um, and enjoy this and report back and let me know so I can tell you how much I hate you.
0: Tell them shaking and crying sent you.
1: Shaking and crying sent you folks. Um, but yeah, so it makes me want to do one in my house where I just drink a bottle of champagne straight from the bottle and then watch Moana or Coco and cry by myself.
0: Does this girl Is that know the same to, thing? Does this girl know how to party or what?
1: Is that the same thing as going to a bottomless brunch with strangers and just drinking champagne straight from the bottle and watching Coco by myself?
0: It's probably cheaper than That's 40 same, bucks. Right?
1: Probably, yeah. I mean, it, and then I can just sit in my underwear and not have anybody judge me for <laughs> being that sad 30 year old woman just at a kid's party, just crying by herself.
0: So, okay. So since you're talking about doing things by yourself, do you ever go to the movies by yourself? Is that a thing you've ever done?
1: I've done that once or twice. I don't usually – I like going to movies with other people, though. Me, too. But I've done it on occasion. By
0: I don't I don't like going to the movies by myself. I think I've only ever done it once because I feel – I don't know. Like, I feel weird being at the theater by myself. I mean, I know other people do it and have no problem with it, so I'm not judging other people. But, like, for me personally, I feel weird. And then, like, I kind of like having somebody to talk to, like, right away about the movie, you know? Yeah. So, well, I bring that up because I know this thing, Movie Pass, has been getting more uh-huh. and more popular. Now, I don't have it because y'all know I never get out to movies, right? Like, yeah. I've hit three movies so far in 2018, and that's a fucking record, right? But some people are using this Movie Pass thing like crazy. Do you know about Movie Pass? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, So, you, you know, you pay like a subscription fee and you get to see a bunch of movies. So anyway, what's raising some eyebrows, though, is a report from Media Play News where the CEO of the company, Mitch Lowe, mentioned at a business forum that the movie subscription service app not only tracks your location, but follows you to and from the theater, saying, We watch how you drive from home to the movies. We watch where you go afterwards. So the company is basically trying to understand the, compa- the, the habits of the people using it and try to build a night at the movies. So, like, if you tend to be a person that goes to dinner before you have a movie or maybe you go have a drink afterwards, then MoviePass is going to recommend you some restaurants and bars in the area and, of course, will take a little bit of the revenue. And you can imagine that's driving some people crazy when it comes to privacy, Right. Yeah, that's fucking weird. Now, but And then my whole thought is, well, now, wait a minute. I thought on the most recent version of um, iOS for iPhones, and I'm sure Android has a similar thing. I just happen to be an iPhone guy. Like, you can restrict all your apps now to be that they can only see your location when you're using the app. Yeah. So how is MoviePass getting all that information from lazy people who don't know how to turn that on and off? I'm assuming that's what it is because, like, I have my shit on lockdown. Me too. Like I don't
1: want th- nobody needs to know where I'm going. Like I'll probably post about it on Facebook, but that's my choice.
0: I even force close Waze when I'm not like needing to be somewhere driving because I'm like, don't run down my battery, like tracking where I parked and all this other stuff. I don't need it. Like I force close all that stuff. So yeah, same. Well- as you can imagine, MoviePass probably got a little bit of pushback on this. So I do want to clarify. They have responded since then. Uh, and they said in a statement uh, at MoviePass, our vision is to build a complete night out of the movies. We are exploring utilizing location-based marketing as a way to a- help enhance the overall experience by creating more opportunities for our subscribers to enjoy all the various elements of a good movie night. We will not be selling the data that we gather. You'll notice they didn't say we're not going to not gather it. Um, Rather, we're going to use it to better inform how to market potential customer benefits, including discounts on transportation, coupons for nearby restaurants, and other similar opportunities. Our larger goal is to deliver a complete movie-going experience at a price anyone can afford and everyone can enjoy. So in other words, uh, ain't nothing free in this world. So if you think that you're getting a good deal at the movies, uh, they're getting you in some other way. Now, some people don't care. You know, and you know, to be fair, with all the Pokemon Go and Ingress and other location-based games I've played on my phone in the past, I'm sure Niantic and other companies have a pretty good idea where I live and where I go a lot. Yeah, but you know, that's part of the trade-off, I guess, for playing the game, right?
1: I had a question. I was going to say, I wonder if something, but then I totally just forgot what it was, and it's pissing me off because it was a good, it was a good question too. Damn it! <laughs> About the movie pass? About the movie pass? Yeah.
0: I hate that I was... when the train derails.
1: I know. God damn it. I hate that. And it was, it was something that was very like on topic and poignant too. see. I try to be on topic, but then the train will always derail and I will forget. Hmm. But, um, so you mentioned, um, how, you know, the Pokemon go type of thing, like where they track your, your movement and stuff like that. Well, for the longest time, they've been talking about this, like Harry Potter mobile game. That's supposed to be like Pokemon go, but like from what I'm from what I'm learning about this game, it's more like a it's more like an RPG. Um, you know, so, you know why that like, is?
0: Because there's why? two games. There's the one I think you're about to talk about. And then there's still the Wizards Unite is the name of the other one that's still oh, in development. So, OK, yeah. So Harry Potter yeah, earns about more the than I'm Harry one game. Potter
1: Hogwarts mystery game. That's what I'm talking about. Not the Wizards Unite. Which, I mean, I'll probably play that one too. Um, But uh, this one, you basically, like, uh, you can start your life as a witch or wizard by going to Hogwarts. Which, my body is fucking ready. Um, You can, like, you can choose your house, which I think is a little dumb because, like, that's not how it works. It's supposed to be, like, you don't get to pick your house unless there's a hat stall. Which is what I got when I did the Pottermore test. Um, for yeah, those but who when, wondering, when, when the huh?
0: Wizards Unite thing comes out, you need to be able to pick your team because I want to be able to play with my friends.
1: Yeah, and that's that's fair. But like with this game, it's like you're playing, you're going through Hogwarts and stuff. So like when you're like when it's telling you you can pick your house, like that's not how that works in in the Harry Potter universe. Like you don't get to choose your house unless you get a hat stall. Okay. And what that is is when the hat sorting hat cannot decide between one, two, three, four houses, whatever. Like for me, when I did it, um, the hat couldn't decide between Hufflepuff or Slytherin, so I got to pick between those two. Which one, which house I wanted to be in? So I chose Hufflepuff, which I think is the true mark of a Hufflepuff, right there. Um, and uh, obviously, like those two houses can be very, very different. But I like to describe it as I like snacks and napping, but I'm also kind of a dick.
0: So um, <laughs> accurate.
1: <laughs> it's right. That's accurate. Um, but, uh, so because this game is going to be, uh, work, the, the people who are making this game are working hand in hand with Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment's Portkey Games label, uh, they can pull characters and settings right from the books and the films. So your, your character in Hogwarts Mystery will go to class and study with professors McGonagall, Flitwick, Sprout, others, and others. So like, you know, all of the teachers that we know from the books and the films You can study with them, um, and you can, like, learn how to do spells, and you can go wandering around um, and exploring existing classrooms and corridors and basically do anything that you could have done had you actually gone there, if it was a real
0: place. Well, this sounds like a colossal waste of time. (laughs) You're a colossal
1: waste <laughs> of time.
0: And I mean that in the best possible way. You know, for yeah. for fans, it'll be fun. But I, I've like, have you ever tried playing? And first off, can I just say how impressed I am that you're bringing up video games on this show for a change?
1: I was thinking about that when I sent you this this
0: article <laughs> that I was like, put this on the show roll. I want to talk about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm the one talking about video games. <laughs> but it's what? Harry Potter. So it makes sense. But yes. I don't know if you've ever played, like, some of the games they've put on, like, PlayStation or Nintendo Wii. But, spoiler alert, they're not very good.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, I know somebody who had the Harry Potter game, like, the Harry Potter Quidditch game or whatever it was for PlayStation. And I tried playing it, and I didn't like it because, like, the graphics were really bad. And, like, but I was watching the trailer for this game, and it, the graphics look really good. Um, And you can, like, design, you can, like, choose your, you can, like, pick how you're going to look. So you can make this character look like you yeah. and, you know, play the game. So it's, it, I think it's going to be really fun, and I'm excited to see, like, how long I'm going to play it before I get bored. These mobile um, phones are
0: crazy, yo. Like, the phone I've got in my pocket is, like, it's definitely more powerful than the computer I'm taping this show on.
1: Yeah, well, you have an iPhone 10,
0: right? Yeah, I have the new iPhone 10. So yeah,
1: I have an eight, I have an eight plus, plus. An I like eight,
0: it. Even an eight plus is still. I mean, they're not that much different. Even an eight plus is still going to be way beefier than you know many computers now. It's it's so crazy to me to think that just like you know twenty years ago, if I had a computer that had like a one hundred megabyte hard drive, <laughs> that was like right? cutting edge. Whereas like an episode of this show is probably like a fifth of that.
1: <laughs> right. It's for cra- real, though. It's crazy. Um, but I think it's, I think it's really cool, and I'm really excited um, to play this game and you know, see how long it holds my attention. Because I thought the Disney Magic Kingdoms game that I play on my phone, I thought that was going to be like Common Go. But no, I've been playing that shit for over a year.
0: So you are a gamer.
1: With my Disneyland game, yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody's got their weakness somewhere. Yeah, that's true. There's always going to be some game. Hey, at least you're not my ex who played Farmville. That's true. I do not play Farmville. Did you know that that little Farmville song that would play, like the little like medley that would play while you would actually tend to your farm? He had that burned to a CD and would listen to it in his car.
1: What the fuck? What is this? The ex that ghosted you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh lord, I was about to say his name, but then I'm like, no, nope, we're gonna, we're not gonna.
0: You learned that lesson that. a couple weeks ago. I learned that already. That's when the so, beep yeah. comes uh, out. Don't make me pull out the beep.
1: <laughs> you dodged a bullet there like he listened to Farmville like Every, that should have been that
0: should have been a red flag can, right then and there what is wrong with you hold on hold on like I played Dance Dance Revolution for years and years I mean heck I still okay, I still do I listen that to that had music Like
1: actual music and that had like like fucking Cascada was on the DDR soundtrack
0: is it actual music though
1: <laughs> it's more than fucking whatever the theme song for Farmville was <laughs> Like, at least that's like EDM kind of like dance house music, your gay beats that you're so fond of. Like, at least that's that. But fucking like, dink 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 dink, or whatever the fuck the Farmville song is. Like, are you kidding me? Red flag. Abort mission. Do not pass go.
0: What if somebody remixed the Farmville thing for DDR? No. <laughs> All right.
1: It's fucking Farmville.
0: Uh, we invite you to follow us on our Twitter account, twitter.com slash shaking crying or at shaking crying. We're also on Instagram at shaking and crying. You know, we didn't get a lot of tweets this week, but we got a few. Uh, you might remember last week we kind of gave a shout out to the news show on the Voice of Geeks Network, The Far Away Nearby. Well, we got a tweet from the DJ Starsage over The Far Away Nearby who, who listens to this show and actually tweeted us saying, West Side Story meets Robin Hood men in tights, the Spring 2018 Vogue lineup.
1: <laughs> oh my god. That's going to be the best. So I'm I did reply. some tights, bitch?
0: I did reply saying we're men, we're men in tights. Tights, tights. Tight tights. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: You're, we're ma- men, manly <laughs> men.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, a few tweets this week from Ninja Bunny Cross Cross over on Twitter, who uh, lets you know uh, Victoria needs to step it up if she wants to break her record. Because I don't know if you remember, you said at the beginning of last week's show, you're going to say fuck more times than somebody in a podcast. That's and true. I did say that. Better yet, Ninja Bunny linked us to a song called Fuckingham Palace, <laughs> which I laughed at the name. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> which sadly, I can't play it on the air because, you know, copyright. But. I just thought you should know that if you were not already aware that there is a song called Fuckingham Palace, there is. I'm going to look it up after the show. It's by Detroit Metal City. So, you, Or you just okay. check Ninja Bunny's Twitter. Okay, also, uh, and then I was talking to you about Metal Gear, the video game. That's a video game, Victoria. Uh, mm-hmm. And Ninja Bunny said, all Victoria needs to know about Metal Gear is that a covert ops guy goes into military bases and fights X-Men. That's fairly accurate, honestly. That's some weird shit. Ninja Bunny should go into the uh profession of like downsizing video game plots into 140 characters or less.
1: <laughs> that I would read that Twitter that Twitter feed.
0: <laughs> Start with Kingdom Hearts. Good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. You have fun with that. All right. Final Fantasy, and for some reason, Donald Duck is here.
0: <laughs> I, oh, good job. That's that's a good tweet. Okay.
1: Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> I won! I won a thing.
0: Uh, maybe you can get us a present, the repressing of the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack, because on vinyl. Because yeah. uh, we also got that link from uh, Ninja Bunny, who wants us to know that Mondo has restocked the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack.
1: Melody sent me an email the other day, and it was that <laughs> she's like pertinent to your interests. <laughs>
0: uh, remember when like shit like that would happen, and I would text you in the middle of your day or something, and I would put extremely fucking important message with the sirens. <laughs> Yes
1: This fish would be blowing up my phone For josing and the Pussycats or something else Stupid like that
0: 911 emergency call me immediately
1: <laughs> Oh my god I bought a shirt that's not Brown black blue or green <laughs> Emergency Stop what you're
0: doing Put down everything Call me uh, I'll call me on the phone Immediately this is a life <laughs> or death Situation And I call him and I'm like what He's
1: like I got a new shirt <laughs> You fucking bitch I was at a doctor's appointment
0: <laughs> I need to bring that back I'm sorry I'm laughing so hard I'm Damn I'm funny sometimes Alright It's very rare when that happens Like don't hold your breath for the next time watch are watch your, watch your step Stay in your lane Alright <laughs> One more tweet tonight from Oh uh, Who I don't know why But I always feel like I need to read Crylo's Twitter handle like I'm Cher Oh Krylo Why can we all um, <laughs> Krylo messages us and says Speaking of the Josie and the Pussycat soundtrack Krylo says first y'all need To watch Get Out the less you know The better but go watch it Believe it or not I don't really know spoilers on that movie And I do Me I do neither. still need to see it I do need to see it. I, I will sit my ass down and watch it at some point Very soon I wish they'd get it on Netflix If they would put that fucking movie on Netflix I would watch it tonight
1: It's on HBO Go maybe I'll watch that after the, after the record
0: after Oh the record. I think I might Have HBO Go Yeah, it's on
1: HBO Go because I was going to watch it the other day, and then I was like, no, it's kind of a horror movie. I don't want to watch it at night.
0: When I say I have HBO Go, it means I have a friend that has HBO Go that I'm using. Uh, Yeah, a friend of mine, like my friend,
1: I gave her my Netflix password, and she gave me her HBO Go login, so it's fair.
0: It's fair. Um, Krylo, also defending his actions about uh, private messaging you over on Instagram, says, Second, I sent Victoria a screen cap because I need her reaction ASAP, and I can't wait until the next episode. I'm a needy bitch, heart emoji, (laughs) kiss emoji.
1: Well, I love you to pieces, and I appreciate you trying to get my reaction right away.
0: We all need a little loving from Victoria when she's nice, but she was kind of mean to me a minute ago, so I don't know.
1: That's our relationship, though. It's like I'm always kind of mean to you, and you're always kind of mean to me, but we still love each other at the end of the day. That's
0: true. All right, put it on the movie poster. Pufflepuff
1: likes snacks and napping, but also kind of a dick. See, that's where it comes (laughs) That's where it all ties in, all ties together. Like I'm gonna have some Girl Scout cookies for dinner, but I'm also kind of a dick.
0: Except I'm straight up Slytherin. I already know this. Like I'm not even gonna try to hide it. That's true. First off, I love the color green. Uh, I, I'm I'm Slytherin. Nine one one important alert. I'm Slytherin.
1: <laughs> I'm. You know, I'm very proud of you for like definitively knowing that.
0: <laughs> I it's just just some things some things in the world you shouldn't try to fight.
1: That's true. Hey, hey, Twitter people and listeners, tweet us what house you think you're in and what house, if you agree, whether or not Rob and I are Hufflepuff and Slytherin. So. Ooh, I like
0: that idea. That's a really good, yeah. like, listener game. So you should guys, yeah. and you, we all know Victoria loves her Harry Potter. So, homework assignment for our listeners tweet us and I guess you can also if you're what if they're not a Twitter person you can um, post on our show uh, at vognetwork.com or if you just go shaking and com, you can leave comments on episodes so tell and then us I'll
1: post something on Instagram too so if you go on Instagram I'll post like I'll post a picture of me and Rob and then I'll put the Hufflepuff logo on me and the Slytherin logo on Rob and then you know
0: loves it We'll do all that loves it so, perfect yeah okay so, so.
1: Our, our Instagram is at shaking and crying so do that
0: That's great. I think we should make this a regular segment, homework assignments for the listeners. The only podcast that gives you homework.
1: But it's fun homework. It's like that fun homework that you'd have when you'd have to like color something and bring it in the next day. Or like you it's have to not make, like write a 40 page paper.
0: You have to make like a movie with your friends. And like, like that one time when I helped my friend, cause I did a lot of public access stuff when I was in high school. Right. So my friend had to do a commercial in a Spanish four class. So they had to do a commercial entirely in Spanish. Right. Cause that was like how they were showing their mastery of the language. So somebody in the group got the bright idea. Let's do a condom commercial. So they did a condom commercial in Spanish and I remember something about I'm gonna butcher the lie, but it was something like Para la acción, usa la traccion. <laughs> oh my fucking. It was, God. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was uh we showed on the video the bed shaking with a condom on the bed. Yeah, they got an F. <laughs> or excuse oh excuse me. That's- Excuse me. I mean,
1: if it was college, that's one thing, but this is high school, so
0: sorry. They maybe got an, not. They got an FA.
1: <laughs> God damn it! I had to do a I had to do a political science project one time. This is actually how I met how I met Cammy really? and like how we became best friends. Yeah. So we did. We were in a poli sci class together, and then we got all like one of the assignments was make a presentation about a current political issue. Like that was it. That was your assignment, and the presentation had to be the entire class period. Um, so it was a fifty five zero minute presentation that it had to be. so we it was me and Cammy and this guy named Jimmy and um we decided that we were gonna do our presentation on gay marriage because this is long before the the right for gay marriage was on the California ballot. So this is before prop eight um and obviously before you know national legalization um and we filmed a marriage ceremony in Balboa park in San Diego, where I wore my graduation robes and spoke like a minister from a Baptist church in Atlanta. So I got there and I was like brothers and sisters. And it was, it was ridiculous. And the guy, Jimmy, his first response to, Oh, let's do the thing about gay marriage. He was like, I want to wear a wedding dress.
0: (laughs) Of course, you picked the fabulous guy to have in your group. Of course,
1: he was assigned. Me and Cammy and Jimmy were all assigned to each other, so oh. this was this was
0: God. <laughs> this was <laughs> this was the Sorting Hat. This was the Sorting Hat in the sky. <laughs> this was the Sorting Hat in the sky,
1: <laughs> and it was fabulous. And I got a very good friend out of the whole process. But yeah, so this is going to be like that, where it's going to be fun homework. So. Go do your homework. You have until next week to tweet us. Thanks. Bye.
0: All right. Well, I think on that note with the uh, sorting hat in the sky and the homework we just all gave you, I think that brings us to the end of another episode of shaking and crying. But it was real fun. Yay. So, it was a good episode. It was a great episode. They're all great episodes. Damn it.
1: We got a little heavy, but we promise we won't do that very often. Yeah. So.
0: Sorry. I just, I have a lot of feelings.
1: I just, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> you don't even go here, Rob.
0: Ugh. All right. Well then, I'm leaving. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Mwah. mwah, mwah. mwah.